Hello everyone, you're listening to the Let Us Golf podcast with me, Olivia Boffinley-Dakin, the show where we chat to golfers from the LET Access series, present and past, about life on the tour, the latest news, but also learn more about who they are and their golfing journey. We are having a small break in the season so far, with the next tournament being the Flumserberg Ladies Open, starting on the Friday 12th of May in Gam, Switzerland. This tournament will see a max of 108 players competing for a prize fund of €45,000. The format on Friday and Saturday is 36-hole stroke play and Sunday being 3 times 9 hole match play promises to be a really exciting event. I, for one, am counting down the days till our players and me are back out there on the golf course. But for now, I'm delighted that Sweden's best... Corinne Veden and Anna Magnusson are joining me on the podcast this week. Corinne has been a professional golfer since 2021 and has had some impressive finishes on the LT Access series. She is a bubbly, positive person on tour and always one to watch. Meanwhile, Anna had a fantastic, consistent year last year on Let Us. Six top 10 finishers, 11 top 10 finishers in total in 2022 were enough for Anna to clinch the sixth spot on the order of merit and to secure her LET card for 2023. Well, I interrupted them while they were out in Spain practicing to catch up and chat about all things golf. Welcome Anna and Corinne to the Let Us Golf podcast. How are you both? Thank you. We're good. (laughs) We're great. Yeah, we're great. We played 36 holes today, so we're doing good. Are you tired? Yeah, I'm in a big phone coma right now because we just had Indian food. So, but we're good. um, What did you eat? Curry. Indian food. Yeah, korma. Chicken korma. Vegetable korma. Nice, nice. So I wanted to start with an update on how you're both getting on this year. We'll start with you, Corinne. Obviously, two lettuce tournaments down, um, Santander and then Terra Blanche. Um, how was Terra Blanche for you? I just love that place. I love that course, uh, the whole environment there. Uh, for me personally, didn't play great in the wind, so it's kind of a bit of a struggle, but uh, you know, it's like hard when you have one tournament like every now and then. So it's hard to get into it. So I feel like I'm kind of patient and trusting the process. And what have you been working on moving to Flumsburg? I'm going to work a lot on my chipping and putting. Uh, I feel like that's been my struggle. Uh, so, yeah, love that course too. Love Switzerland. Oh, that's my favorite course. Yeah, I'm so excited. You did well there last year, didn't you, Anna? Yeah, I did. That's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you're on the big tour now. You're on the LET after getting your card last year. Um, yeah. How has that been? Obviously, uh, you did well with the team event in uh, Singapore. How have you found adjusting to the LET now you're a few tournaments in? I mean, I feel like... I'm still the same person and same player, so I'm just trying to do what I did last year, taking one tournament at a time and also enjoying playing every tournament. So I don't know. I just feel like it's still golf. I mean, it's a tougher field to play in, and we play 
bit of a tougher courses. So I'm try, still trying to adjust just being on the LET again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I enjoy it. I think it's fun and I'm trying to get better like every day and just having fun out there. That's my main goal, to have fun all year. And obviously there's a big gap on the LET right now. Um, What have you yep. been doing to like fill that time? So the first two weeks, I basically didn't touch my clubs. Uh, I just, I was home and uh, spent a lot of time with my friends. The first week I had some friends from college visiting Sweden. So we had a week together and then I took one week with my family and working out, going to the gym a lot. And then I become an aunt. So my brother had his first uh, uh, child. Yeah. So, you know, just been spending time with the family and just enjoying being home. Been working with my coach a lot. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to avoid the winter right now in Sweden. We just opened our course. So. That's yeah. the the problem in Sweden. We can't go out and play. So that's why we're here in Spain and trying to improve and get some inspiration back. Yeah, get some golf in. Yeah. Well, you also played like a lot of tournaments before your gap. Yeah. So. <laughs> and how important is taking time off golf then? For me, it's really important. And the most important is not like taking the time off is taking time doing other stuff and thinking about other stuff than golf and other stuff than booking flights and booking hotels and rental cars just like relax for a while turn on your mind on something else so that's what I tried to do the first two weeks yeah literally it's just like stressful traveling a lot and playing a lot of golf um, all the time so I think it's very important to do other stuff so you like don't identify yourself as just a golfer um so yeah yeah after a few weeks on the road it's kind of nice to just have a few days or weeks or whatever time you need to just like recover both your mind and your body you know I think whatever profession you're in there's always that worry that it's going to become your identity and I can imagine that's even uh, a bigger issue for professional golfers as it's once your hobby now turned into your job did you right. struggle with that, um, like ch- turning professional and this is now your job? Yeah, for sure. I've been struggling with that for a long time just because I, I mean, I love doing things outside golf, but I'm like, I'm always thinking about like improving and sometimes I give myself a hard time for like not being on the golf course or whatever. So I think it's like, it's just very important to find your balance uh, between golf and life and you know yeah for me it's like really I was really like said to my friends and family I said when I'm hanging out with you guys like of course you can ask me how the trip was or how the game was but that's it we don't need to talk about which flight I took or yeah. what kind of car I got when I rented a car. How many putts did you have? <laughs> yeah, I don't need to explain that for my friends or anything. So, I mean, they have the they have a normal job too. So I'm just telling them this is my job and your job and 
in the end of the day, we're still doing the same. We're working. So yeah. I think it's just very good to have people that doesn't play golf in your life. Like, yeah, for myself, like I barely talk about golf with my other friends and stuff. And I think that's like how you, you know, get a break from it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the two of you are obviously good friends. How did you, I'm just wondering, like, how did you first meet each other? Oh, yeah. shit. We met during the match play in Sweden. Yes, um, 2021, the Axis. Yeah, the Axis event, like, close to Stockholm. Me and Corinne, we play a two-hole playoff for the silver medal. Yeah, because... At the same time as it is a Leitas event, it was also like the Swedish Championship events. And uh, Sophie Bringner won that event. So me and Anna had to go off on a playoff yeah. for the second place. Um, and we before that, we had like two hours rain delay. And I know we were sitting next to each other. And I guess we just... I after- said to my Claudia, I was like, she's pretty cool. <laughs> so And then we started traveling last year together. Yeah. Obviously, like you just when you're from the same country and you're playing the same events, it's like you bond over that. And then we had a very group, a very good group of friends. So we kind of just, yeah, yeah, became friends. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we're having fun. <laughs> That's a great meet, cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, over a rain delay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sweden, huh? How important is it to have a travel buddy? A lot of the players talk about having a travel buddy, but some do prefer to go solo when they're playing tournaments. To you both, is it is it that important part? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're a lot of Swedes on tour and we're like bonding over being Swedes. <laughs> so, I mean, we're very, very fortunate with that. It's like we're always having people to travel with and we're we're just like a good group and we're... A lot and we're friends so I think it's very good to have a good group because it also like you can do stuff outside golf and you can also push each other on and off the golf course and yeah you know also like split expenses my god yeah <laughs> cannot <laughs> stress that enough <laughs> no and I just think it's important to have someone I mean we're so lonely out there and all of us are doing our own thing. I think it's so important when you're struggling with something on the course or off the course or at home to have someone to turn to and talk to and just, it could be for 15 minutes a night and it could change your day. Yeah. It's also like the people that you are traveling with, they're in the exact same position and situation as you. So it's like so nice to have people that understand what you're going through or, you know, your yeah. situation I'm still adjusting to not traveling with all of the guys that I've traveled with last year so I mean it's it's yeah. just a different or it's a new step to travel with someone new and I'm all up for it just switching out traveling partners and uh, changing every week but in like as I said in the end of the day you just have want to talk to someone that you trust yeah, you're too good for us now. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> no, you you get you get there soon. Next year. Yeah.
mentioned money there a little bit. You said it's tough. Um, yeah. Obviously, we all know women's golf doesn't get as much money as the men. Boo. Mm. But um, yeah. how do you two... <laughs> how do you two... Like, what's been your biggest help in kind of like the financial aspect of it for, for you both? We'll start with you, Corinne. Oh, um, well, obviously, sponsors is a huge thing. Um, I'm very fortunate to have great connection in the U.S. from where I went to college. Um, but then, yeah, no, it's definitely tough. It's tough to, like, not... Um, earn money every week and it's not you know a comfortable living situation but you just gotta trust the process yeah for me it's also my sponsors and especially my home club they help me out a lot and the the guys that works at my home club like they help me out with equipment and get what i need so i mean I'm always trying to book cheap flights and book in advance and I'm getting better at that. But like you you never know, maybe you want to switch a flight or go home in between tournaments. So you have to have sponsors and a supportive family. Yeah. A very good support system is very much needed. Yeah. So you have two, obviously Swedish stars. And there's so many out there at the moment. Like, <laughs> Swedish golf just feels so strong and like dominating all the leaderboards on the LET on Letas and Fairer Field. Uh, why do you think it is that Sweden is such a stronghold of women's golf? I don't know. I just think that for us girls, I don't know a lot about the guys, but I know we inspire each other. And looking at Maya and Lynn now, like they're going to play the Solheim Cup just like oh I want to be there too and they're just like big inspirations from years ago and so and also like the Swedish Golf Federation they're doing a lot of junior stuff so you get to know how to practice how to get to college and we also have the high school uh, with golf so I think the high school helps out yeah the juniors i would say for sure it's the swedish federation that helps out a lot they build a lot of like tournaments and camps for us growing up so then you meet other golfers and you uh, support each other um yeah <laughs> and and anna we're all about honesty yep. here <laughs> that's like, <sounds laughs> it's gonna be something bad it's not and um, obviously like you been on the let before and then you kind of like lost status had difficult q schools for the both of yeah. you um how is that kind of having like how did you get through those knockdowns is what i'm trying to ask uh, i think i always like trust myself that i'm doing the right thing of course i had like a tough year on the let 2021 but it was also like the covid year so i didn't like like I didn't enjoy traveling and didn't enjoy the COVID test that we had to take all the time and I felt like I was just like stuck in one place and I didn't get to enjoy like being in France or being in Spain 
I just felt like whatever country I am, I feel still feel the same. So obviously that was a tough year for me. And playing Q school later in 2021 was tough. I didn't make the cut on the final Q school. So then I just decided to do a year on Let Us and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and I so glad I did it because last year I enjoyed playing every single tournament and I enjoyed being in the final group on a few events and just being up there to fight for the win. Uh, so I kind of got my spark back and also I have a really good coach at home that supports me no matter what I decide to do. So he was a big support throughout the whole year, basically. So, yeah, I'm really happy I didn't quit. I mean, that's why we play, to yeah. enjoy it. And I think that Let Us is doing a very good job with that, like making sure that we have a good schedule and the players on tour is amazing and we become friends very easily. Yeah. Everyone is so nice. Um. And you just, we're all just out there learning about ourselves and about our games. And we're just like trying to, you know, get top six on the rankings so we could do Anna. Yeah. <laughs> and Corinne, I noticed that you write a blog. Um, oh, yeah. When I was doing some little do. prep. Uh, how come you write that after each tournament? Um, Just because like... My personal Instagram, I don't want to be, like, all about my golf. So the people who are actually interested, I just do, like, a little blog every now and then to, you know, get uh, get them caught up and get the people who wants to follow me to get some information about what I'm doing and where I'm at. Do you ever use it after you've had a difficult round to just, like, put, put it down and put it in the past? Um... I use my just like iPhone notes for that. <laughs> I really no get to see that really, but my coaches. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think it's important to share your worst times as well. Like, because we're all going to have like not great days, you know? So I think it's, and it is fair to say that you are disappointed after a tournament. And I think it's important to share that as well. Yeah. I think social media now does play a big part in every golfer's game now. Um, do you two ever struggle with that, about what to share on socials, what to not share? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. social media now, it's like that's how you grow your brand and that's how you like get in contact with more people and that's like how you present yourself. And yeah, it's for sure sometimes like hard to know what to share or like sometimes I get kind of anxious that I don't just share about my golf, but I'm also a person, you know. Um, and I think that sometimes that comes off like unserious, but I just know myself that I'm putting in time and I'm doing the right stuff and I don't need to share everything. And yeah. But I think it's important to know what to share and when and also like be real on social media like on instagram be yourself because that's what everyone's gonna look at and not be fake because there's a lot of fake people and fake posts on social media 
so for us golfers and for like all the athletes, we all know that it's going to be, or we all going to have like a tough week or a good week, uh, or maybe a good week that turned into a tough week. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's, it's important to be yourself and be honest on social media right now. Yeah. And just like not judge people because no. it's hard enough as it is. So it's like, when you're judging someone else, it's going to be harder for you to post. Like, and I feel like, you know, it's just like a lot of judgment out there. And I would just love to everyone be happy with themselves yeah, and do their own thing. Yeah. We wish. Yeah. yeah we, wish. <laughs> <laughs> we wish. take it back now to when you both first started when you both first picked up that club I I know I remember in Morocco we had a conversation about this but you can repeat it Uh, like how did you first get into golf Anna so I was nine and and my family we always go down to the south of Sweden every summer so my dad just said now it's going to be golf uh, so my brother, me and my mom, we went to like a two week practice camp, I guess. I don't I don't think it was full days, but maybe four hours a day. And we took our green card or handicap. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. And um, uh, to be honest, my coach had uh, a dog. So I just went to see the dog because uh, I, I love dogs. So. Um, I mean, since then, we all been a golfing family and we play every summer together. And then I met my coach that I have today and he said, you could be really good at this. So I started practicing and from then I just always try to beat my brother. And then I <laughs> passed my brother and it turned out I'm playing professional. So I'm just really happy I started playing golf and my dad I have to say thank you to my dad for that so yeah did he play before yeah he played he played since he he was 15 so yeah yeah so my parents started when they were expecting me because they just moved to England for a few years um because my dad started to work there so they wanted something to do so they started golf so and they put me and my sister in a golf camp thing uh when I was like seven and then that was also in like our summer house like 45 minutes from our house so I didn't practice a lot it was just a summer thing and then I think it was in high school I was like 17 or something when my coach was like Corinne get your shit together and I was like okay (laughs) and then we um we did a lot of like goal settings and uh practice goals and whatever and uh, that just inspired me to practice and then I went to college and uh, now we're here yeah yeah I love golf (laughs) it's just like a fun sport because you can you will never 
be good enough at it. So you'll always have things to work on. And that's what like drives me. Yeah. Is that the same for you, Anna? Is that what drives you? Yeah, I think so. What drives me is that pushing myself and see how far I can go. Like, obviously, I want to win on the LT and um, I don't, I just love like traveling and having a job that I can, um, I can focus on myself. And also, like, if I want to work in the morning and I take afternoon off, I can do that. So, um, I just love being independent and also like pushing myself and see how good I can be. Yeah. Amazing. And do any of you have any funny stories about each other you want to share on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing to share. No, nothing. Uh, Anna always brings her uh, Shia. The Shia seats. The Shia seats. Yeah. That's your thing. I don't know if that was a fun story. (laughs) This is something that I eat in the morning, so... Do you have any fun stories? Um, I mean, we could share a fun story. About Madrid. Uh, Yeah, that too. But also, last year we had... um, Obviously, everyone knows Midsummer. So we celebrate Midsummer in Sweden. But last year, I think it was in Belgium. Yes. And we had a tournament and we all decided to rent a house. Uh, we were six Swedish girls and the Norwegians came over. The Norwegians came over, some Spanish girls. Yeah. And to be honest, even though we had a tournament the week after, we had a great time mm-hmm. and really celebrated midsummer in the right way. Yeah. And that's the fun thing about <laughs> getting to know everyone on tour. Yeah. So. And the week after, Airbnb sends out that it's uh, not allowed to party in Airbnb. <laughs> we didn't really have time in the morning to clean the house. Yeah, so, I got a long text message after yeah. that. Yeah. So, I mean, rookie mistake, but we had a great night. Yes. So I'll take the complaints from the Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> a little birdie told me you do Friday tacos. Is that right? Oh, Yes. Yeah. It's literally every tournament. It's- Everyone is welcome. <laughs> yeah. Y'all can come. We're not getting tired of it. No. Too. It's hard. Yeah. It's what like do you a little tradition. What do we do? Uh, I mean, obviously, guac- yeah. guacamole. Uh, salsa. Tomato. Chips. Everything. You can throw whatever you want yeah. in there. Yeah. Whatever meat or non-meat you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fish. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fish taco. Yeah, yeah, we've done that. So that brings me to the end of this podcast. But before we go, I want to do a little game with you too oh. okay about <laughs> how well do you know each other oh oh wow Shit. okay and they're golf we questions only because mm. that's where my research went because i i didn't ask you personal questions <laughs> good but we'll start with anna's questions about corinne and see if you can okay 
So the first one is how many top 10 finishes has Kirin have had on Let Us? I would say uh, five. Our stat said two. Well, that was as a member, right? Oh. As a member. It would be as a member, yeah. Oh. And this came from Corinne's website, so hopefully it's correct. What's Corinne's lowest score ever? Ever? Ever. Uh, 65. Oh, harsh. No, 63. <laughs> it was right? 63. 63. Oh, wow, good. Thanks. Oh. Okay, and I'm behind. And last question: Who did Corinne caddy for at the U.S. Women's Open? Who got this one? You caddy for um, what's her name? Uh, Amanda Linear. Oh, yes. yes, one out of three. Yeah. Can <laughs> okay, I got Anna this. One out of three. Okay, who did Anna? tie fifth with at the Aramaco team series events what I have no idea wait as a team yes this is not this year I'm pretty sure oh no this is 2021 yeah oh sorry I didn't know her then (laughs) no idea well good job finishing fifth that was I think it was the week after we had the rain delay oh I'm I'm pretty sure I'm so sorry okay that was bad Anna do you know do you want to answer your own question either it was uh, when I played with Karo Hedval and Ancelot Mora or it was when I played with Nicole Garcia and uh, Christine Wolf yeah the second one is the names I've got okay okay Corinne where was Anna's first professional win in 2018 so this was before you knew it but (laughs) <laughs> okay, so this was on the Swedish golf team. No, the Swedish score. golf tour. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to think. Um, I'm going to say... I have no idea. Of course, this is going to... Okay, delay. Okay, that was my clock. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I've got the Hinton Golf Open. Is that right? Yes, correct. Where's that? Where was that? In Skåne, in okay. like close to Malmö. Okay, so I get a half a point for knowing it was in Skåne. Yeah. Half yeah. a point. <laughs> you need to get this thing? one right and you'll win. Okay, come on. This is also from Before You Know Her, so I hope it's... Oh, shit. What award was Anna crowned in both 2016 and 2017 at college? Uh, Player of the Year in conference? Not quite right. No, I think... Player of the Year, but in school. Oh, oh. (laughs) The academic. No? A yeah. player of the year for the school. Yes. Oh, okay. Or athlete of the year. Athlete. Oh my God, that's huge. Yeah. Nice. So I think. I won. Yeah. yeah you won. Okay. Yes. Yasha knows me better. Okay. But, sorry. but maybe the questions were easier. I don't know. I'm not a bad friend. I no. Won. No. No. <laughs> that's fine. 
not at all well thank you both for uh joining us on the podcast um last I always like to end with one last question and that is what is your best advice for those wanting to get into professional golf those maybe wanting to start on let us or a similar tour what is your best advice be patient it's a progress and it's your own process so don't compare yourself to others because you just gotta be focusing on yourself yeah I would say that but also have fun and enjoy being out there and playing I'm just all for the like hard work and like yeah yeah not enjoy the (laughs) yeah yeah well thank enjoy. you thank you both and enjoy spain in the warm weather <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. you so much thanks for having us thank you once again tuning in to the Let Us Golf podcast and a big thank you to this week's guests Anna Magnuson and Corinne Viden for sharing with us your golfing journey, your highs and lows. I now cannot wait for all the action to start up again in Switzerland at the Flumsburg Ladies Open but for now follow all the action on the LET Access series on LET Access on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter and LET Access series on Facebook. Well, I really enjoyed that chat. If you did too, well then show your appreciation by rating, reviewing or subscribing to this podcast to give it a boost on Spotify, Apple or wherever you find your podcasts to help others find it. We are back to our regular spot of Tuesdays as of next week and we have another tour double act joining the pod. It is our Scottish favourites, Tara McTaggart and Hannah McCook. See you then. (laughs)